The VO Meter. Measuring your voiceover progress. The VO Meter is brought to you by VoiceActorWebsites.com Vocal Booth to Go PodcastDemos.com Global Voice Acting Academy and IPDTL. And now, your hosts, Paul Stefano and Sean Daly. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us for this very special VO Meter mini-sode with VoiceOvers.com CEO and founder, Matt Dubois. Okay, everybody. Welcome to our special interview with founder and CEO of VoiceOvers.com, Matt Dubois. Now, you may know Matt as the founder of Voice Casting Hub, the a sort of knight in shining armor that came after the demise of VoiceBank that is now helping agents cast jobs. But now he's taking on a new project. Now, Matt is an entrepreneur, a techie, online marketing junkie, auto enthusiast, and lifetime learner. He's been featured in over a dozen publications, including Inc., Forbes, TheNextWeb.com, HuffPost.com, Entrepreneur, Processor Magazine, and the Orange County Business Journal. Please join us in welcoming to the VO Meter, Matt Dubois. How you doing, Matt? Hey. All right. Doing well. How are you guys doing? We good, are fantastic. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, glad I could make it. Tell us, Matt, why exactly did you start voiceovers.com? Um, the I started because there was a there was a need, frankly. I after having a voice casting hub up for a year and talking to uh, producers, there was this need for a interface that was a little more modern and intuitive than the interface that's on Voice Casting Hub. The Voice Casting Hub interface is a very detailed, very advanced interface, and there are some buyers that really enjoy, you know, filling out every. If they could fill out uh, forty fields on a form, they they would do it. If they could fill out fifty, that's even better. Um, <laughs> but the, the, um, and and there's people that are like, hey, we've done this this way for the past eighteen years. Why would we want to change? But then there was there's a larger buying segment that was like, look, I I want something more intuitive. I was hoping there would be a, a fresher look, a, a fresher feel. There's other casting sites out there that are more intuitive or maybe easier to use, um, and appeal to really a, um, a I would say a younger audience generally, not not a different um, crowd. As in, there's different types of job. It's just a, uh, a different demographic, mostly in age. And um, they wanted a they wanted a different buying experience. These are people that, you know, they're like your your form has twelve fields. Is there any way you get down to ten or eleven? I don't have time for those other two fields. <laughs> so, um, I wanted to have a another offering that we can address the full spectrum of voice buyers. Right? I couldn't I couldn't make one platform that served both sides. Uh, if I if I did, I w- I'd lose I'd lose both of them. So, um, the the solution was two unique platforms with two very different buying experiences with the the same result is getting great talent okay you're right There's a, there was an absolute need but i'm curious to begin with you're, you're not a voice actor yourself so what made you decide to enter the voiceover field to begin with and what about your background makes you a good fit um the yeah no i'm a uh, my background is all software 21 years in um the software business the my my wife she's a uh, a, a voice actor and um, she was you know we were sitting at dinner one night and she told me what what had happened uh, about a year and a half ago and uh, up until uh, two years ago she was the only voice voice talent I knew 
And, Those were happier um, times, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, you know, it's, it's been an interesting ride, and I've met a lot of um, really, um, really cool people and really fun people. I've met um, some very strange uh, <laughs> folks. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, that, that's how I kind of landed in the voiceover world. There was a need for a software and technology uh, partner from the outside, really. And um, I have other software businesses that are in the recurring revenue space and a hosting company. That's actually how all this is funded is from those that they, they do well. And um, having um, a, a, a site that was membership based in, in the development and the hosting, that's all stuff that kind of really fit into our current operations with our other platforms. And um, I was able to hire a few um, employees that worked for agencies before because they were, there's a lot of those out there looking for work. Unfortunately, agents have had it rough. So I was able to pick up a few good hires to, that knew the industry well. And um, between their industry knowledge and my uh, technology and, and software background, that's, you know, that's, why I think, uh, that's why I think we're a unique uh, and good fit for the industry. So uh, extending on what makes voiceovers.com unique, uh, what exactly separates it from some of the other currently available online casting sites? Oh, this one. I love this one. Um, <laughs> the, um, other, the, the other casting sites out there right now, uh, th- there's a few things. Uh, the, the biggest is how I see voiceover talent. And uh, the biggest thing I, I, I say always is I don't see the modern successful voiceover talent as just an actor. Um, I see them as a lot more. Uh, these are people that are um, not only great talent, but they're editors, directors. I like to joke around these are people that have destroyed perfectly good walk-in closets or but a whisper room, <laughs> right? <laughs> Put, um, you know, over $10,000 in equipment easily uh, and microphones that are thousands of dollars. Uh, they have multiple streams of revenue, uh, agents, casting sites, direct business. Uh, they have websites, they have logos. Uh, they're doing their own accounting. What I'm describing is, is a business and the modern, successful voice talent, um, I saw them as business owners, and that was the big difference. And I, I, I didn't think that there was a, the casting sites out there now addressed. There, there wasn't any that, that catered to the voiceover business owner. It was just, you know, here, here's a cattle call service for an actor, and uh, I wanted to do something that was a little more comprehensive for really the modern, successful voice talent. At the some of the other things you do, I mean, we're vetting. Uh, you could certainly go on Facebook right now and find some people that uh, are not happy that that is a real thing that we're doing. I think some people <laughs> thought we were joking on that, and um, there are some people that had you know that were experienced that didn't take it seriously and didn't submit a good audition, uh, didn't edit it, and um, they were denied. Um, we didn't. We're not looking at people's names. We're listening to what the um, what the buyer's going to hear in because that's what that's what the, the buyers care about they don't they're not looking at people's names they want to know that they're going to get um a, a great experience so we're you know we're only accepting top talent and um you know we're, we're limiting the membership based on project volume and it, it's not just the amount of members but it's the ratio of of every category from gender to age range and accents 
I'm a numbers guy, so we've we've really broke it down what we what we need and based on what we expect volume. That's great. Well, Matt, we're not the first show that you've appeared on or interview you've done since the launch or pre-launch, and you've publicized yep. quite quite upfront the fees that are involved. So, what would you say <laughs> to someone who is concerned that Voiceovers.com is just another version of a certain other casting site in the Great White North <laughs> part of North America? <laughs> who could you be talking about? Oh, um, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> this is another. This is another question. I. I I enjoy um, engaging with people online uh, about it's there's there's a big difference is there's um, there's casting sites out there right now are primarily that one you're talking about and as well as another one that's south of the border one their only revenue comes from membership the other their their primary source of revenue is membership so they do not put any caps on their membership so the more members they get the more revenue they get right which is in conflict with your financial interests. Because the more members they take on, the, you know, theoretically, the less you're going to book because it's more competitive. So other casting sites, financial interests, again, are, are in conflict with yours as the talent. Uh, I've set it up that I've kept the membership dues lower and limiting the amount of membership so it can cover my operations costs. Um, the membership dues basically keep the doors open quite literally, you know, it's rent, development, uh, support staff, hosting, phone, all, you know, it, it's what keeps it, keeps it open. The, we charge a project fee, we collect the money, we charge a project fee. And that's where the opportunity for, that's the only place that I'll profit, right? I've set aside a significant amount of money for the first year to get it going just in the digital uh, marketing space, specifically like Google AdWords. The project fees, go to covering buyer acquisition costs. That is that 20K that we're spending on average a month for Google AdWords and the buyer trade shows that we're doing and um, as well as a liability fund because we take the liability of all the escrow services we do. Basically, the more jobs that talent book, the more money they're making, right? That's where I make money. That first, you know, that first 20K goes to reimbursing the advertising fund. But after that is where... I start to make a profit. So we're, we are financially aligned. We're either making a little bit of money together or a lot of money together. But either way, we're in it together. I'm not in conflict to your financial interests. So I think that's really, really important that we're financially aligned. And nobody else is set up like that. Wonderful. I think that's really important to know. And I love that you prioritize providing a quality product, a quality roster of talent over the potential income of having a higher volume of talent. And I mean, that's huge. It's it's really important distinction. And so going in a little bit deeper into those fees, can you explain the different membership levels and how a talent might best choose which is the best fit for them? Yeah, sure. The um, first and foremost, I'm limiting not just the gold member, but I'm limiting the pro. Um, and it, it's based off expected project volume because I want to make sure that everybody gets a return on their investment. The other software companies I own, I kind of mentioned they're all membership or subscription-based. So I know that um, attrition is basically your worst enemy, right? You don't want to lose members. So the best way to keep them is provide value and give them a return on their investment. It's much more than 10 times the cost to get a new member. Knowing that and seeing how I explained the, um, what I saw as the modern talent profile, 
which was not an actor, but a business owner. I wanted to create a gold plan that catered again to the business owner and not just a, a plan that was better for just the actor portion. Out of, out of all these people, this amazing, successful talent that I got to meet over the last year at different conferences, one of the things that they had all expressed was their a weakness or their area of most frustration or they didn't have the time or they just couldn't get the return was uh, marketing, specifically digital marketing. And um, for whatever reason, that was where they wanted the most help in. So I built a lot of that into the gold membership. Besides getting like a few hour head start, you don't get a day, you just get four hours. The auditions come up in bold. So there's, you know, there's some benefits from strictly a actor side, but um, really where what it boils down to is I've set up basically a company within the company and have three dedicated marketers here that basically have 60 exclusive clients, which are our gold members. And they're going to help establish these gold members as subject matter experts in a specific voice niche and promote them on a website. They're going to be at the top of our webpage above the fold with their name, their image, uh, their voice quality, a link to their profile. Uh, they're going to be in our advertising. We're going to do a talent spotlight write-up, really kind of establishing them again as that subject matter expert, not just this is a guy's voice. Um, you know, we uh, had its British guy sign up and um, we're helping establish him as a sophisticated voice for luxury brands and suggesting people look at British voices for that. And uh, we're sharing that into social media. Uh, we're emailing it out in our newsletter to buyers and really kind of trying to drive more work to him and help him elevate his status uh, as a sophisticated voice for luxury brands. Uh, we're also allowing gold members to have links to their public website and their contact info there. So, you know, our goal is to help feed more than just that one, more than one stream of revenue. I talked about earlier, there's usually like three. You should get a good return on your investment with the, just the casting calls that you get on our site. But um, you're going to be able to, we're going to send, we're going to link to your site and we're going to send you work directly. People are going to find your site a lot more coming through us because we are we're already number one on the search engines and we're only going to you know dominate it more and more terms um, as we start marketing and really start going so um, you know the gold members are going to see the most value in getting direct business as well and I, I i tell them make sure at the end of the every time that somebody calls you or sends you an email or emails from your form on your website you ask where they came from because I want you to calculate that at the end of the year, because that's where your real ROI is. Casting site, direct bookings, and uh, stuff that you got indirectly that we sent you. I mean, it's really just about having a dedicated marketing team like every other business does out there. That's, that's it, Treat, treating like a business owner, not, not just um, another talent. That's great stuff. So to be clear, are there any SEO benefits for the pro-level talent? We don't, you won't have a public link to your site, there will be SEO benefits as you can get, uh, you could book one-to-one, -one, buyers can find you because uh, I don't know if you've ever looked up, um, you could search anything like Empire State Building or a, a, an actor's name and usually one of the first links that comes up is Wikipedia. The um, Because we have so many pages and uh, I have a full-time SEO copywriter, uh, because we're gonna be so dominant, 
on the search engines, you'll have a public voiceovers.com profile page. So you will have an opportunity to get um, direct bookings from our site, and they may find your site just by f- seeing your name and contact you. That that does happen. But um, a pro will not get the benefit of uh, a direct link, which um, would help out the SEO of their their personal site. Okay. Is there opportunity? But your, but your name will raise, your name will elevate in the search engines for, for voiceover, but it will be on our site. Yeah. Okay. So is there the opportunity to upgrade membership and maybe even downgrade if, if the talent wants to, once they're, once they're accepted? There's no opportunity to upgrade right now because we, um, we're sold out of gold. Oh, okay. um, so we are, yeah, we are on a wait list already for that. And, um, but there, there's an opportunity to upgrade it, uh, to be put on the wait list to upgrade. And yeah, you can downgrade. If, it, if it's not working out, we can give you a, a prorated refund. We have a, a, right now we're at about 180% application rate. So wow. um, yeah, we, we're, we're denying, I think it's like 7%, 6 or 7%, but the other 70 plus percent are waitlist, either waitlist for pro or for gold. I won't, I, I truly won't take anybody's money if I can't get them a return on investment because I do not want to, I don't want to have any voice category oversaturated. It just, it wouldn't be fair again. I want to have like a 95% renewal rate for talent. I don't want to pay to market to talent. I want to have my talent members be my best salespeople. That's, that's the goal. I'd rather use that money to market to buyers. I think the best way to service talent is not by sending them um, birthday cards and stuff like that is to get them more work, right? Like uh, at, at the end of the day, the best way to do it is this is the business and everybody wants more work and to make more money. And I could send you a bunch of auditions that are fair rates, good paying auditions. That's that's what I'm here to do, and that's everything I'm about. I'm not the warm and fuzzy guy. I'm the business guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we appreciate that, too. Well, it sounds yeah, like you're so. off to a great start. What are some of the hopes for the future of voiceovers.com and maybe how you plan to help the VO industry in general? Cool. The, um, one of the cool things I have coming out later this year that I've been working on is something called Voice Lease. And it is the non-union equivalent of royalties where buyers will be able to go to our site for things that they, you know, they purchase that could be like broadcast or paid placement where it's like, you know, 13 weeks or three months or six months where they'll have the opportunity to license it or, or, or lease your voice. So talent can opt in to collect residuals and the, you know, not have to build it separately. We could manage basically the licensing of that on our site. Unlike, uh, unlike others, we make sure that the, the talent gets the money. You know, it's uh, mm. it's actually something that we're disclosing it's and a novel um, concept. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's not something that we're we're bearing in terms of service somewhere. It's something we're proudly um, excited to be offering the ability to lease and manage licensing and give talent. Um, a way to easily create recurring revenue from their voice. Um, so I, you know, that's that's about six, six to eight months out till that whole that thing's finished. There's, there's still a lot to work out, but uh, we're we're already it's already in the works. I think that's I think that's a big step. That's something I'm really most proud of. 
that will come out. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, we hope it takes off. And thank you so much for joining us today, Matt. I mean, these are some really unique, refreshing changes to uh, the typical online casting <laughs> fair that we see offered for talent. So I definitely encourage people that if you're looking for one to join, that you might want to check out voiceovers.com. So thanks again so much for being with us, Matt. Awesome. Hey, thanks, guys. I really appreciate the, uh, the opportunity here to chat with you. Our pleasure. All right, Matt. Thanks again. Thanks for listening to this episode of the VO Meter. To follow along, visit us at www.vometer.com. VO Meter is powered by IPDTL.